This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. You guys know that pretty much any time we're wearing jewelry, it's from Ana Luisa, which is why we are excited that they're sponsoring today's episode. Ana Luisa is known for their timeless pieces and their focus on sustainability, and they are currently having a sale of some pieces up to 40% off. So that's a great deal. Megan and I recently got some new pieces. I am really excited about the new rings that we got. There's specifically one that's called, I believe the name is Koenig might be wrong on that but it's a one size ring and so if you aren't for sure like what size ring you are you can get this one and it's probably going to fit a variety of different ring sizes yeah I saw that and I was just like that's exactly what we need because we aren't for sure like what ring size we are but we did get one other ring um and we got pretty lucky it's a size six for reference um and this ring is called paisley and it's just a very dainty gold ring with just like a super small clear gem in the front me and C are pretty simple gals, so we like to have more simple pieces. Um, of course, we always love our necklaces too, so we always have our staples, and we'll kind of switch those out here and there, but we got a couple of new ones. Um, one is actually this very pretty green necklace, and it is called Temple Green. Um, and I like green for a pop of color when I do wear color. They have a bunch of different options too with some. I know they have like some blue options or ones that have a couple multicolor options for pendants and necklaces but green I kind of like just because we have brown hair and I feel like brown and green are kind of complementary colors and they look nice together um, we also got a bracelet too which is just like an all gold simple bracelet and it was good to get a few different pieces this time around besides necklaces of course necklaces are our fave but we also have a lot of them mm-hmm. from Annalisa at this point um, so they release new jewelry collections every Friday so if you're listening on the day that we release this episode tomorrow they're going to have some new collections and you can check them out. They also have jewelry to fit any price range, so their pieces start at $39, so make sure you go spoil yourself or your loved ones and get some new staple jewelry pieces. Also, you can click the link in the description of this episode for up to 40% off of your purchase, or you can visit shop.analuisa.com slash according. That's shop.analuisa.com slash according. All right, let's jump into the episode. guys welcome back to according to i'm megan and i'm sierra for this week's episode megan and i are going to be doing another responding to assumptions about us i think it's just a fun way to kind of do a sort of q a but people ask more outside the box questions or like assume more outside the box things and i think it leads to more interesting conversation yeah like you can get a little bit more specific and we can talk more specific stuff Mm -hmm. and clarify things or confirm things or deny things yeah Uh, Before we do that, we are going to do any little catch-ups that we want to do and also just our weekly spotlights. So you can start, Sierra. Um, I think that my clinical is going really well. We only have a couple days left by the time you guys are listening to this. Um, We'll be on our second to last day, so that's exciting. This one's just a relatively short clinical. It's only two weeks, and so it's kind of like you're on the fine line of like you have to dive into it, but like also you're only there for two weeks, so you can't like really get like the lay of the land and like know Mm -hmm. all the patients and stuff so it's been interesting to try and figure all that stuff out like any other specific like spotlight of mine I can't really think of like I haven't done too much this past week so I did like a I guess the closet clean out was probably before the last episode so um we I've been having I said I've been having lunch with Haley um we 
went to Haley Ashton's house over the weekend and hung out with them for a little bit. Yeah, I would say my weekly spotlight was maybe just finishing my first week and then getting to like sleep in a little bit on the Saturday. That was nice. um, I've actually been doing pretty good with my sleep schedule and I'm hoping too. to keep that in check for when classes actually start because um, I think that'd be very good for me. You know, it's tough. I think that my body, if it were to have its way, wants more than eight hours of sleep. Like I think I'm someone who like my body like wants nine or ten because I swear I'd be getting like seven eight hours of sleep and I'm like dead still when I wake up. So I mean that's not gonna change because I'm not probably gonna get more sleep than that. But I'm like trying to go to bed at like ten and get up at six. Hello, that's eight hours. But my body's still like no. So sleeping in Saturday was good for me. I also had like the most lazy day Saturday, which was fine. It's but it's a mix of like I feel like I'm literally doing nothing, but at the same time being like I don't have anything to do, so it's fine. Um, so that was good. My clinical is also going pretty well. Um, I'm doing a hospital-based outpatient, and um, just like Sierra said, it's kind of like an interesting timeline, just because it is only two weeks. So some patients I have seen a little bit back and forth, but they also share with um, PTs and PTAs. So sometimes it'll have been like multiple sessions that they've had that like I haven't seen them so then it's just like trying to get caught up with that and then some of them obviously like I haven't seen and cases sometimes just like aren't cases I've seen a lot of before um my PT right now actually does a decent amount of vertigo which I've been very limited in experience wise before this so it's been good they've done a lot of evals but before today every single one of them had been negative and like there wasn't any eye movement because that's usually what they're looking for for positional vertigo and so I've seen a lot of the testing at this point but it was always negative and there was nothing interesting going on there was no treatments because of that Um, but today very last patient they had some um, torsional eye movement and I actually got to see what it looked like it was very robust and like just very obvious Mm -hmm. so he said it was a good example (laughs) Um, and I was like you're my first one that I've gotten to actually see so she was like well I'm glad that I did. yeah it's funny because like the see well, actually like, can they like look at your eyes for a second and the person's just like so dizzy when like you're doing that um what was cool or what I guess what made me kind of like appreciate vertigo more was just like if it is a positional vertigo like it's pretty satisfying because like you often get really good results within that first treatment session mm-hmm. and like they can actually like we did one treatment maneuver and then by the time that was over, she stood up and, like, could already kind of tell that she was, like, feeling better because usually the last movement the movement that they do is, like, sitting back up, right? At least, like, the one that we did, there's a couple different treatment things depending on what's wrong. Um, and she's, like, usually that makes her really dizzy, but it was fine then. And then we ended up doing it one more time, but she really, like, did not have hardly any dizziness. So I was just, like, that's pretty cool stuff. You know, I think it's funny <clears throat> is when you, like, for this, especially since we've only been seeing a couple of patients since we are like only here for two weeks um like sometimes I feel like my CI will like think I know a patient like more than right? I do yeah so like someone's just here like let's go get him and I'm like what case is that like I don't remember them yeah I feel I'm like too. I need to do a chart review like I don't know what's going on you're gonna send me out to the walls <laughs> a chart review like my CI actually does like he does a decent job of trying to make sure that I like look at the patient's charts but like sometimes it'll be the beginning he shows me all the cases we're doing before I leave like what we're doing the next day and so that's a good base but then I get there the next day sometimes and I'm not entirely sure what or what the schedule is like I'll know maybe who we're seeing but I don't know when and then sometimes like he'll say a name but I don't remember like yeah who that is like what their problem is and 
yeah so little things like that but you know it's funny this of learning. reminds me of for my six-week clinical when we would go to the inpatient side of things I like got to really know like their names but my CI like went by like their room numbers and so like we'd be talking about like trying to discuss the patients and he'd like say room number I'd be like you mean this person <laughs> and I mean obviously like, it's connected like in the charts but like talking about it was like mm-hmm. he didn't know their names and I was like I don't know their room numbers so yeah yeah all right so if you're unfamiliar with the concept of responding to my assum- or assumptions about me or answering assumptions it's a pretty popular trend on youtube and it has been for a couple years so i would assume most of you know what it is but basically people send in things that they assume about one or both of us and then we get to go through and confirm deny clarify make any remarks about that assumption and we can kind of dive into why people might have that assumption and yeah so do you want to start at the bottom or the top and all um i'm trying to just open up the story on my instagram okay we also want to say thank you to everyone who follows our instagram it's just at according to and whenever we want things related to episodes we're doing then we always like to post on our stories there and get input from you guys and it helps us out a lot because obviously we couldn't do this episode if you guys didn't submit stuff so we couldn't thank do you. without you guys um i also want to say that hopefully our instagram will start looking a little bit better in the future i want to do more with it okay i know that it's kind of lackluster right now um keep in mind megan doesn't do anything for the instagram and i do the instagram so she's really just I'm hopeful that we're going to find someone in the future, hopefully sooner rather than later, that could help us out with, like, graphics or just, you know, making it a nicer-looking Instagram. So, go follow so you can keep up to date with if that happens. (laughs) Um, Okay. So, this first one I have is podcast and in real life, Sierra is way more outgoing than she seems in the vlogs and I have in the best way. I think that... I don't know, it's hard to, like, judge, like, exactly, like, how extroverted or introverted, like, they think I am, but I, from what I'm gathering, they think that I'm, like, more lively, I guess, in real life than I seem on, like, YouTube and stuff, and I think part of that, or, like, why they think that is because there have been times, like, in vlogs where I think I just am not in it, and I think it's, I feel like, like, that clear. Goes in, I feel like sometimes we both do that, though. There's kind I of, like, usually so a too. leader in the vlogs. Yeah. And, and that's unintentional. As a follower, and then it just kind of switches. Yeah. But I think that's definitely been me <laughs> in the past. Not necessarily recently, but there was, like, a phase for a little bit where I was just, like, not wanting to vlog. And, like, Megan would kind of take the lead on, like, starting the vlogs and stuff. Therefore, she'd be, like, more front and center. You'd see more of what she was doing. I don't necessarily think the podcast, like, has any, like, direct, like, I think I just am how I am. Probably more extroverted, like, on the podcast than I am in real life especially like around people that I don't know like I would say me on the podcast is how I am around people I do know but yeah I could see like the vlog how like that could come off as me being like kind of not like standoffish but like sometimes in the vlogs I'm like I just don't want to vlog so I'm in the background so I don't know it's hard to like confirm or deny that assumption they could go either way how do you feel about like sometimes how you seem I feel like in vlogs, like, sometimes I'll be editing a vlog and maybe it's a vlog where I realize that I'm, like, not, I'm more, like, just being the observer and, like, I'm in the vlogs, but I'm not, like, 
maybe you're the one t- talking more often so like I can definitely sense I'm like that's kind of how it's coming off in the vlog but I also think that I like vlogging and we both like vlogging but at the same time I'm not I'm not gonna like act like I'm like more excited than I am when I'm not mm-hmm. I think it's just like we keep a neutral tone when I'm feeling neutral about life <laughs> I remember we used to get a lot of comments specifically on TC2 I think of people just like saying that we weren't lively or like exciting enough or something just like related to like the kind of content we posted I feel like it attracted like a large audience that was younger in age and I feel usually like we also when we were that age like we did a lot of planning stuff and like it was this battle constantly where it was like you guys like either Sierra and Megan are talking over Maggie and she's not saying enough so then it was like okay let's like script out the beginning so we each know who's saying what because then you're talking over each other and you don't know who's gonna say what and what needs to be said so we would say like we would do our intro and then we'd kind of be like okay who wants to explain the video we would have that all planned out beforehand so it seemed like all of us would talk um but then it would also come off as scripted and there's no like just talking back and forth Mm -hmm. and like it was just this constant battle because people were never really happy with like and people were happy we had plenty of like good positive followers um but it would just be like this mixture of like you know this person's being left out or like this person's not saying anything they seem like they're not interested or it's or like you guys don't you even guys seem like you want to like be in the videos and like some videos I feel like there were videos like that where we didn't want to make them it's just the idea that we had for the week we had to do that but I feel like sometimes it was like I'm just like chilling like I'm not this like loud exciting exuberant person I'm plenty excited to do the video I'm just not gonna scream it from the rooftops yeah like I don't like jump out of my skin to explain the mad maze that we're doing this week i'm just like here's what we're doing it's gonna be fun and sometimes like sometimes if you want to be the best on you the youtube algorithm like you play to it and then there's a point where you're like i'm not going to do that Mm -hmm. so all right the next assumption i have is you don't really want to date but feel like you have to i think this one's an interesting one i as far as do i or do i not want to date i think that i do (laughs) i think (laughs) Um, it's more so, like, how much time and effort am I willing to put in right now? And that's, Here's like, what my that's questionable. I also think that, like, I do want to date. My issue is, like, anytime I, and this doesn't happen, like, often, but anytime I do get in the talking stage with someone, like, I'll have fine conversations sometimes. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm also, I just feel like I and anyone that I should be, like, entering a relationship in with like, we're all of the age where we're old enough to just, like, say it how it is, communicate normally, like, not play games and, like, be straightforward. And sometimes I feel like that just, like, still doesn't happen. And I mm-hmm. am just like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. I don't want to, like, just not have anything happen. Like, let's get past the talking stage here. Let's, like, yeah. actually go on a date and, like, it keeps not happening. So I'm getting very That's- frustrated and annoyed and then, yeah. like, kind of losing my energy to like put into dating again at the moment so I'm kind of just chilling right now um with Sierra and I having school just for the like next semester and then moving back to Des Moines I kind of am at a crossroads right now where like dating in Iowa City doesn't really seem like to make a lot of sense and like I've been trying dating apps I'm not really in a hurry because like I said I'm getting rid of like any sort of minimum date number that I'm supposed to go on this year and you know, dating apps right now are still kind of, like, the only place I feel like my head is at for, like, an option, but I'm just kind of tired of the result that I've been getting mm-hmm. on dating apps, so kind of just hanging out right now. 
I do still want to date, but I haven't been pleased with what I've been finding. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, what was the second part? It was, like, you feel like you have to. I don't really feel like I have to. I do feel like more so than anything I want to. Like, I don't feel like anyone's, like, questioning, like, oh, like, when are you going to get a boyfriend? Like, I don't think I have any external factors that are playing a role necessarily in, like, why I want to date. I do think it's, you know, self-driven. But I also agree with Megan. I think, like, right now, I'm at a crossroads of, like, for the next five months, like, it doesn't really make sense to try and date someone in Iowa City unless something falls into my lap that just, like, makes sense, you know? Like, dating app-wise, which is, like, what Megan said, that's kind of the only thing that I see right now. Like, unless something in real life were actually happen where it's, like, okay. Which, like, like, for the past four years I've lived here. Exactly. Like, you know, things happened. (laughs) Um, And then, like, I know you can, like, do, like, dating apps and, like, move your location to Des Moines, but, like, that seems like a lot of work because then, like, I wouldn't just, like, probably drive back to Des Moines to, like, go on a date with someone. And I I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, in, like, in this forever talking stage for five months. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. And still date, like, I've been on dating apps while in Des Moines, too, and, like, still nothing incredible has happened yet. So, I do think there's decent guys on dating apps. I just think that I'm looking, I'm wanting a little bit more. I think that in the future, and, like, again, I don't know when this is going to be, but I need to be more upfront with, like, what I'm looking for. Like, I don't need to be, like, oh, I'm, like, looking for a boyfriend. Because I don't think you can, like, ever actually, like, say that. But just say, like, I'm on, like, a dating app to actually, like, go on dates. I know. Shocking. Sometimes I've seen... You have with, like, Here's pen what... pals sometimes. You're like, I don't want to just text you for, like, the next three weeks. Something I've toyed with, um, mm. at least, like, when I was most recently using dating apps. And I've seen people, like, say, like, oh, do this on, like, TikTok. They're, like, on Hinge or something. Like, the best way to ask me out or the best way to ask me on a date is, like, name a time and place. And I feel like that's good for then getting that me out. <laughs> the initial thing. But, like, I like a little bit of chatting to even like no, yeah. figure out I agree so I'm like that's almost like a little too straightforward I like that it gets the point across where it's like let's actually meet in person but I want to feel the person out a little bit too so I think ideally like talking for a couple days to a week is like a good foundation of like getting to know them enough where it's like you can have a conversation I also with them. feel like we're at the age too like another thing that I'm at I'm a 50 50 right here with this because I can't say I haven't necessarily done the same thing but like ghosting I get kind of like I feel like we're of the age where like if you've been talking for a week or two like it's not gonna hurt my feelings if someone says like I'm just not really feeling this anymore like goodbye whatever but like ghosting is still like the thing that keeps happening which I never go I know they don't they they don't owe me anything I'm trying like I'm not getting in my own head about like oh like what's wrong with me like what did I do wrong because they really don't know me I really don't know them I've been trying to just remember that but I still am just like we're really just gonna like leave this me usually I am usually the one that gets ghosted I know shocking (laughs) um like we're just gonna say like whatever and like leave them hanging because then they don't know if or when you're texting back and then I just hate that feeling because I'm like you're like checking your phone it's like it's been like 24 hours and you're like should I not like the 24 hour mark you're like this isn't yeah but then I had had like I've had one person where like then after two days they did oh dang really it's like yeah that's impressive so then I was like really thrown off for like what to expect like i like and that was like that probably should have just been like, no. like i've been grieving this like, for two days <laughs> i know you don't know someone that well when you're like texting if you're just like matching from a dating app mm-hmm. but at the same time like you kind of want to feel excited enough like to regularly communicate until yeah. you set up a date and i'm kind of like now my mindset is like if it's not that then like stop yeah i also think what's for tricky myself. is a lot of people, like, I would say, I don't want to say, like, the majority, but most people, I would guess, that use dating apps 
like kind of like keep the field open for lack mm-hmm. of a better term like they match yeah, up I get multiple that people too. i can't do that like one it takes a lot for me to be like interested in one person let alone like finding multiple people and like converse i cannot imagine conversing with multiple people i feel so like yeah. icky doing that i got i did that one time because i was trying to test out the headspace of like knowing that other and, people like, do it, it and your also options keeping options open and hurt your feelings less i had matched with like literally if I, I used to be where if i matched with one person like i'm going on pause and like turning my stuff off because like i would just you see what would happen the doubt. um but there was one time on tinder where like no one had messaged me back really yeah and so i was like still on ended up matching with someone else too so i had two people that i matched with and then i think that one of them responded so then i started talking with them and then eventually the other one did respond and then i found myself kind of feeling gross because i'd be like preferring one person to be yeah. responding but then i was like uh it was just like i didn't love that feeling so that was yeah. the only time so i then did you're that. like we're not doing that anymore if that ever happens again no i agree some people like to do it to like keep their options open and i get how it can like be sort of a barrier for yourself if like you don't like if someone goes to you then you're like oh whatever i have like three other people that i'm talking to but like i just i couldn't do it i don't think i'd be like oh, i feel bad and i'm like talking to multiple people so to each their own but i don't think i'd be able to do that long-winded way of answering that one but it just led to a conversation so okay next assumption is that we are at the top of our pt class i have no way i have no i would have no idea they don't rank us to my knowledge yeah they don't tell us our rankings or anything or comparison at all we both get pretty good grades so but there's a lot of smart people in our class so who knows um someone said um i assume you haven't watched many book two videos but want to I actually, I think I watched a good number of booktube videos. Uh, Some of my favorites, Jack Edwards, I think he's hysterical. Um, He's a UK YouTuber, but he lives in uh, France right now. And then he does, like, kind of interesting book-related videos because he doesn't necessarily talk about, like, here's my TBR and, like, all this stuff. He kind of does, like, um, idea-based content, but it's related to books. So he does a lot of, like, reading celebrities' top recommended books. And, like, he'll do, like, book vlog, like shopping and stuff so i also just, i think he's hysterical so i like him steph borer is that her last name she's Same another good like one that. she reads a lot of romance so i like to like watch her videos because she does like a lot of tbr like list kind of stuff and then i think there's a person named emmy that she does like some book two videos sometimes i don't watch her as often as the other two but sometimes i'll see her doing like a mini library like haul or something i think that's a cool idea also, Haley Fan, like, her vlog channel has become very book-related, so I'll sometimes watch her videos on there. Mm-hmm. But I think I definitely get my booktube fill. Okay, next one is, we grew up in a conservative household, but adopted opposing beliefs over time. Um, we did grow up in a conservative household. Not, like, I wouldn't They're say our family's, like, diehard conservatives. conservatives. Like, I can communicate and have, like, pretty well-rounded discussions, I would say, with most of them, and, like, they don't end in just, like, arguing or anything. Um... I feel like I honestly didn't even, like, come into any sort of political background until I turned, or political belief system until I turned 18 because I was kind of of the mindset, like, if I can't even vote, then, like, I don't really want to even, like, get involved in anything. Um, I honestly still will say, like, I'm not, like, the most involved in politics. I try to be, especially when election time comes around because I feel like that's when it's most relevant, although some people might argue you're, like, jumping on a bandwagon at that point or, like, you only care and like not the rest of the time but I'm trying to do what I can I feel like I don't know I hate putting a label on like being liberal versus conservative but like 
because we're registered independent both Sierra and I are but like if I'm going to just be more straightforward like I am more liberal leaning and like that's just simply how I align more when I look at like different sides of an argument so I don't really know how that came to be or if it just was our own doing I don't think like the media brainwashed me into what I believe or anything I just well what's funny is like I remember like when I was younger again this is like when we weren't really into like politics and stuff but like I knew like a lot of my family was like registered Republicans and stuff and like they voted Republican so I was like oh like I'm Republican yeah like when I grew up that's kind of like what I thought I was like Democrats bad Republican good like that was just like the mindset mm-hmm. that I had growing up and then like again that was not really I just I feel like I would kind of start hearing more of like argument-based stuff and I would kind of feel like finding myself like I don't completely disagree like with what this ex-person is saying even though they're like a Democrat I'm supposed to think like that they're bad and stuff like that and so then I was started just like questioning if I really aligned with conservative or republican beliefs all that much and found that i did not as much so that's kind of all there is to it and i feel like i kind of more so like came into that i remember my senior year of high school we still weren't um because our senior year was like when hillary and donald trump were running for president and we still weren't old enough to vote because we were glad that i can't vote in this election and i didn't feel great about either of the candidates honestly i know a lot of people didn't but i kind of found myself even though like I was trying to stay out of it because I couldn't vote and I just was like everyone's just arguing about different stuff and I don't want to be involved um I remember like election night I was just like kind of like not wanting Donald Trump to win so I feel like at that point was when I kind of was realizing I was thinking other things but then also being like my family's Republican so like I you know if Donald Trump wins and like okay I'd be like I trust them they have good judgment but I was like there was something inside myself where I was like something feels not right Mm-hmm. so if that's when i took on that identity then i guess that's when it happened <laughs> um someone said i assume you are content with who you are and are just trying to improve not really change in any drastic ways p.s i love the podcast thank you that kind of relates to my i was just talking to you about this some people pick like words of the year and i've never done that before but i saw someone else doing it and like one word just like came to mind for myself that i thought would be a good word and that was growth so I think that my word of the year for 2022 is growth. You know, I feel weird. like in a lot of aspects, it just applied really nicely. Uh, you can kind of touch on how you think like your word applies. But like today, I just had a moment where I was like, had a thought of like, oh, like this could be like a word of the year. And it's not like I put that much thought into it because it was just something that kind of popped into my head today. Like while I was at my clinical and I kind of could see how it could relate to other aspects of my life. But I feel like a good word for me among probably a million other things that would be a good word would be like assertion. Because, especially like at my clinical, I notice this, where it's like, there's a difference between asking a question in different tones of voice, where like at my clinical, I'm asking questions all the time, or like, he's asking like my thoughts, and I just feel like I could speak with more conviction about what I'm thinking, like, I can ask a question, but like, not be like, um, is it how like we're supposed to be doing this kind of thing? Like, I don't have to do that with my voice. I can ask a question and be like assertive with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or just like, if he asks what I think, I have to like question myself. He can correct me if I'm wrong but I can be like assertive in what I think yeah so that's like how I thought of that word and then I also was just like relating to like relationships and stuff like being assertive with what I'm looking for yeah and that kind of thing so I just feel like I could use some more assertion in my life I like that um for me when I was thinking of growth I honestly didn't thought growth was too general so I was trying to think of a synonym when I first was thinking of the word but we're just gonna leave it at growth I think um I was thinking growth wise just in terms of this is our last semester of like didactic really trying to 
consume as much knowledge and information as I can before we're sent off on full-time clinical and then also just like while on clinical trying to grow professionally and um like just becoming more of a professional and knowing what I'm doing um and then growth in terms of like relationships and friendships I really just want to nurture the friendships that we have while we're here in PT school and then also hopefully when we move back to Des Moines growing friendships and relationships there and also we're going to be back closer to family and so just making sure that I'm nurturing Nurturing those those. relationships as well um growth growth in terms of career growth in terms of um Sierra and I have like maybe possibly some like bigger financial decisions we're going to be making this year and so stuff related to that but I just thought and hopefully growing this podcast and YouTube channel and just seeing where those go um that's the growth of my future dog but I think that since the assumption was kind of like just focusing on yourself and not really trying to change anything I think we're just trying to be like better versions and more like we've always like known who we are and what we want to be but like actually going after that and actually I don't know I feel like for the last little bit I've been like in fine-tuning stages not to say like I'm in my final form you know like who I am for the rest of my life but I don't feel like the need to make any major drastic changes to who I am or like what I've been doing so it's kind of like okay but how could we like make it a little better how could we one up what we've been doing here's a simple one we are not we are not cat people I, feel I would like- say yes but also I've grown a fondness for cats over the past year more than I have like the entirety of the rest of my life I'm allergic to cats, so naturally, I kind of tend to stay away from them, but when I am around them, I kind of am like, I wish I could pet you more, like, you are cute, but I just, like, can never really get super close to them because my allergies just get really bad, um, but we, when we did volunteering, there were two barn cats that, like, would hang out in the barn, and, like, sometimes they would come up and, like, rub on your leg or something, and I was just like, these cats are cute. One of them died, rest in peace. I know. Um, there was an Airbnb cat in Florida. And that, I think, like, really opened, like, my eyes to, like, my fondness towards some cats. It was, like, this fluffy black cat, and it would just roam around, like, the outside of the Airbnb that we stayed at, and I would just, like, look for it every time we, like, left or, like, it was came back around. from the beach. And I was like, I love you. So, that was, like, the closest connection I've ever had with a cat, I think. And it was, like, <laughs> I saw it for, like, what, four days? Um, next one I see is someone saying, I assume that you floss. And you would assume incorrectly i don't never floss but i certainly don't floss a lot i go in phases where i floss like regularly like every night and then i don't even hit that i feel like well it's it depends on the phase i'm in i'm not on a phase right now but and i don't even know how long the phase lasts or what makes it stop but it's always like when you go to the dentist and they're like you suck at flossing you're like you're right i'm gonna get on it last time i actually did not tell me i suck at flossing for once in my life anyway it's also, like, if you have a permanent retainer and you put in the effort to, like, actually go through and floss, power to you because I could not be bothered. Even when I do go in flossing phases, I swear I still don't floss, like, underneath my permanent retainer, which is probably gross, but, like, I feel like we need to be more open about how people don't floss because I think it's more common than people like to admit. Okay, next assumption is that Sierra is the bigger bookworm. I do kind of think, think like, just a little bit more. Like, just with the booktube content, you seem like you consume just a little bit more, and then you're just probably a little bit more consistent with your reading. Like, you definitely read more books last year, and I didn't really keep track. Like, Sierra got the Goodreads first. Mm -hmm. I did finally give in, and I got a Goodreads, 
So I didn't even fully know how many books I read last year. Like, it was quite a bit, but I didn't fully keep track. And Sierra was, like, keeping track of, like, this is the book she read. Here's her TBR list. And so I'm kind of catching up a little I bit. have, because I had a couple notes in my phone. I had, like, my 2021 books that I read and then, like, a TBR kind of at the bottom. But since it's now 2022, I had to, like, make new notes and stuff. So I kept my books that I had read, even though technically it's on my Goodreads. But I still have, like, that note separately. So I have a separate TBR notes separated into romance thriller mystery nonfiction. i'm trying to like read more nonfiction, but it's hard to find books that i'm like actually interested in so i have two written down for that um and then i also have my 2022 books that i read that only has one right now so yeah i would say i'm the bigger bookworm but just a little bit and megan might catch up someone said that we miss gymnastics so they assume that we miss gymnastics I think that I have a fondness for it, like, always, like, in my heart, you know, I will. But to, like, actively, like, miss it, not that often. Like, I don't think about it a lot. Like, oh, I wish I could go back in the gym and, like, do some flips and stuff. Yeah. I think it is fun, like, sometimes to go to a gym and, like, see what we can still do. But at the same time, like, I it's can not tell funny, you can't it's do anything. Harding. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so fun. Like, when I could do stuff and go to the gym and do whatever I wanted, like, that's when it was fun. But now I'm like, oh, I'm kind of scared or, like, oh, I might I hurt something. I didn't realize how big of a barrier it would be to, like, have abs that didn't stretch out as much. And, like, what I mean yeah. by that is, like, the ability to bend backwards. Like, you can actually feel your abs stretching if you're not regularly doing gymnastics. Yeah. That's, a like, a significant barrier. Like, I'd be, like, doing a back bend to stretch my back. And I'm like, I've never felt my abs like this before. Like, because I did gymnastics all the time. And I was, like, not something I had to think about. So. Yeah, you don't realize like how loose and like limber you stay from practicing and like doing all that. Even stuff. though like I didn't think of myself as being super flexible, I'm wasn't super flexible, but like um I was more flexible than I am you now. You know, it's funny. I feel like sometimes not this happens like that often, but like just in day to day life, I feel like some people are like, oh, like are you like would you consider yourself like a flexible person? And I'm like, I never know how to answer that because I'm like, you'd think yes that I'd be more flexible than like the general population because I did gymnastics, but I'm also like, but like I was not a flexible gymnast and like. I'm not, like, even as flexible as I was when I did gymnastics. So, I don't know, like, how to compare myself to the general yeah. population anymore. Not that it really matters, but I feel like every once in a while, people, like, assume that I must be really flexible since I did gymnastics. And I'm like, uh, not really. Another assumption is that someone assumes that we wish we had more, had taken more time to decide a career. Which I think is an interesting assumption. Um, In terms of time taken, I feel like... We didn't necessarily get rushed into this, like, picking PT. Like, we honestly decided that in high school, and that's usually the opposite of a lot of people feeling like they get to college, they don't know what they want to do, and then therefore they settle on something. Um, I feel really, honestly, good about the career we picked, but I do think it's a good time to talk about um, something Sierra and I have been discussing regularly since doing full-time clinical. And this happens every time we do a full-time clinical, and I'm sure it's going to continue happening once we start doing our full-time clinicals again may through december and i feel like more people should talk about it because most people work regular full-time jobs um but being someone who has never had to do a regular full-time job before every time i do go into a situation where that's what i'm doing on a regular basis i do kind of start to think like i don't like this regular nine to five which like it's not like a job specific thing it's like a i don't like this nine to five this is what i'm doing all day and I don't know what that says about me. I know it's a reality that a lot of people just like that's I how it is. I think everyone thinks that when they enter the workforce. 
so that's been the biggest thing that I've noticed and that I'm trying to be like I wonder what that means for me I think what I struggle with in terms of that I agree with Megan I don't think like job wise that's not the issue like I'm happy with PT and like enjoy and I know that that, like when we both our PTs like we're in charge of our patients and we get more comfortable like and you're used to your coworkers that you're with you're used to the environment that you're in like when you're in a clinical it's all like new to you like fresh a little scary you're kind of being like looked at over the PT's shoulder all the time because obviously like you're not completely on your own so in that sense it's a definitely different um so obviously like the more experience we have like I just feel like I know I'm going to become like quite comfortable in the clinic and just like day-to-day and feeling good about what I'm doing and seeing my patients and stuff it's just a matter of time for that I think what stresses me out is then realizing I'm like so if I'm at work from nine to five like I have four to five hours for the rest of like the day to like build out the rest of my life I think that's what stresses me out I would agree so not I don't have any solutions to that at this point in my life um but I certainly see why um some people try to get flexible with like what their work hours are or sometimes like just for example like I don't even necessarily know that I would do this but like um travel nurses like obviously like they can go work somewhere else and get paid a lot more and then sometimes they'll take like months off at a time because they can do that I don't know I just start like looking at different work hour options and think that maybe that would be something in my future mm-hmm. we'll find out I guess or like depending on like different revenue streams like obviously like we're going to be pts in some capacity like yeah probably for like like i even think obviously like i'd be cutting my salary in half but just like i would be so much happier working like from eight to noon every day and then like what you don't have a good viable income stream somewhere else no i know i'm just saying that like from a time perspective if i'm thinking of like okay well how much time are you wanting to work to like be happy i guess quote unquote probably significantly reduce your burnout rate so that'd be good um obviously i know like working part-time is not necessarily like feasible for me long term but sometimes I think of like I don't know starting out wise or like job share like job sharing is also something that PTs do sometimes and I do see like there's a good number of times where like I'll be at a clinical and I can tell that there's like co-workers that they have there or like co-workers that recently switched to doing something else so I think in the PT profession switching things like up there is, that is pretty common there. and like that's not ever like looked down upon so that's always good would you ever, like, consider being a stay-at-home mom? Um, I don't think I would be, like, a full-time stay-at-home mom. I go back to what I said and say I'd love to work part-time. <laughs> and then if, as a result, for the second half of the time I was a stay-at-home mom, then I guess that's what I would be. But it also depends, too. Like, sometimes people get more burnt out just, like, being a mom than being at work. So mm-hmm. it would depend on that, too. Yeah. It's my turn for the next one. Unless you have anything else to add about no, what I was saying. Not really. Just working sucks, it seems like. Um, someone said, I assume y'all made really good money as teens from YouTube, and that's how you could buy that air track. Um, that air track is actually super specific. Um, that air track on Tumble Track's website, I think, retailed for $3,000. We did not And they it. sent it to us because we made popular gymnastics videos. Yeah, it and wasn't like low a... Low-key, I think that people bought those because they saw our videos. Because right? a lot of people, surprisingly, like, you'll see random internet videos of people having an air track, and I'm like, it's, the it's exact always for slip inside stuff, which is not its purpose. That's what our videos were. So, I'm just saying. Yeah, I think that what, like, the it, 
retailed for $3,000, but when it came to us, it had, like, a couple of patches on it, so I think it was, like, a, a repurposed, like, yeah. a used one, which is fine. We didn't pay anything for it, so, like, I'm not going to complain. That thing is so – it was so hard to take out I and set up. It weighed probably, so much. We hated I think the last three videos out. that we made with it, we were like, this is the last one. Like, we are not doing this again. Um, So, fun to have, sure, but – woo. It is heavy, a lot of work to set up. The holes, like, it would get more holes. Yeah, the holes kind of would, like, keep being issues, so then we'd have to, like, duct tape parts of it, and it'd be, like, deflating, and we'd be like, we're still in the middle of making the video, and all of that. And then, of course, like, the Velcro from, like, doing slip and slides on it, which we're not supposed to, like, and it's outside, like, the grass would get stuck on the Velcro, and then, like, the Velcro would be, like, soapy and wet, and then you have to try and, like, dry it off, but, like, you're trying to put it away. No, and then, like, you finish making the video, and you have to, like, let it sit outside for a couple hours for it to dry, and... Those videos were a hassle and a half. Yeah. Tumble Track never actually, like, sponsored us or anything. It was just, like... They would send us free stuff every once in a while. Yeah. And I think they sent us, like... Because they sent us the stunt stand, the pink one, that it's not technically called it's a stunt the stand. the fly, right? You'll get copyrighted if you say stunt say We stand literally stand. had... We used to have a DIY video that we, like, made a DIY stunt stand. <laughs> I'm going to call it that. Um, and the stunt stand they company... Like a notice. This was, like, the video had been up for years at this point, I think. And they and, like, you sent can call it that. us something saying that, like, we had to change the title to not say stunt stand because they were going to copyright the video, which can they even do? I don't know. They probably can. But we changed it to something else. So if you go look at that title, it is different now. Um, but we've got sent, like, the – there's also, like, these red things that you could put over, like, to keep your arms up by your ears – but I don't remember what those were called. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. I don't remember the name, though. And we also got sent, like, the sticky toes. Yeah. That you'd put around your toes to try and keep your um, feet together. So they sent us a couple things, which, like, they obviously didn't have to. And so that was all good to help us make some better videos. And then we also, like, remember when we had, like, 25,000 subscribers? The first place Nimble we sports. got um, gymnastics stuff from, like, just on our own, was Nimble Sports. And so when we were getting ready to do a giveaway, they were Nimble Supply at that point though. They we changed to Nimble Sports. Reached out to them asking if they would want to help us do a giveaway. And even though like we were pretty small at the time, like we were still like relatively large in terms of like gymnastics channel sizes at that point. So they helped us out with that, and that was handy. But then the other giveaways we did besides that, we spent all the money on because mm-hmm. we didn't. I don't know if we could have reached out and like maybe they would have just worked with us yeah but we did like a mix of gymnastics electronic yeah. like we did a wide variety of like, things that we gave away and we got anyone that won those giveaways i hope they're doing we well did, uh, like it was some expensive giveaways like yeah. sometimes i look back and i'm like dang i'm like freaking fitbit a balance beam like gopros yeah that's where we give away a laptop didn't we maybe not i don't I'm I mean, just trying to think of, like, thumbnails and, like, the stuff that we'd put, yeah. put in them. I know we gave, like, a laser beam away, and that was, like, my dream thing that well, I, I wanted. I remember someone, like, sent us – this was, like, when you could send, like, video messages, I think. But they sent us, like, them opening, like, their beam that they yeah. got for the giveaway. I was like, oh, I'm so glad you love it. I think it's your turn. Okay. I'm, like, just – the history of TC2, wow, it really brings me back. Um – this is semi-related to when we were talking about dating earlier, but if we have anything else to say. Someone said you like the idea or concept of being in a relationship more than wanting to be in one slash the process of dating. I saw and that. this is interesting because... When I was looking through stuff, I think I agree. Potentially. The idea of dating sounds fun, but it only, like, is actually fun when there's someone who's, like, equally interested in you. Yeah, I feel like... 
I don't ever swear a lot, but like hell is not that bad of a word. But like I've been seeing just more TikToks, not more, but like I've seen TikToks where it's like if it's not, if it's not a hell yes and it's a hell no. And I feel like I need to adopt that mindset more no, of same. like I'm not going to be in it or like wanting to be in it unless I'm like so positive that like this person like I need to pursue and like they're the one and like let my feelings be known, yeah. see what happens in return. But then you just have to hope that they don't like love bomb you because like the idea of that is Cause, like, like here's I'm this is where I'm torn. I know that I could feel good about someone and know that I see, like, something good happening there. But I also know that, like, I'm also the kind of person where, like, I'm not going to just love you right away. Like, I need to – I will, like, love you with time. No, like, that's the kind of person like, I will am. say things when you're, like, texting them or, like, communicating. You're like, you, like, don't know me. Like, why are you saying that? Because that's weird. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wouldn't say I've been, like, love bombed to, like, an extreme. But just, like, sometimes, like, people will – like, a guy will say something and I'm like – you don't know me like why are you saying that like they'll say like baby and I'm like I don't know you stop saying that I don't like that I anyways really don't but like uh nicknames no at I least either. like how I feel right now I'm like Ugh. No. I just like cringe too much yeah so I don't like that but back to like that I think that like just imagine like popping into like you your own relationship and it's been like three months when it's like you're still like in that kind of honeymoon phase and it's like exciting but like there's that comfortability there mm-hmm. i think that would be nice i just feel jump like into that and you're not like skip the process of like having to find them yeah to also i feel like this is like relatable too but brooke michio which i feel like if you know us then you probably know brooke michio and we've mentioned her like once before but she's one of the co-hosts on of, of the gals on the go podcast and she has been single for like most of her life but like just got into a relationship and even her mentioning like that when you do find the right person it just like it feels right and like oh like it feels comfortable it feels like you had to try like so hard for everything else but then all of a sudden like now it's it easy I feel like that gave me a sense of like comfort and just being like y- you shouldn't have to try like in the beginning like that's kind of when it should be the easiest because then if it's not you can always say like I could find this elsewhere or like I could find something easier Mm-hmm. So I feel like not being afraid to just look for something easy and like if it's not easy then like what do don't we do? pursue it. Yeah. Was a comforting thing especially for her. She's like she was mentioning in the recent podcast episode that she did solo. Like that was when she mentioned she had a boyfriend and like confirmed it. Um where was I going with this? Oh, she was just saying like she's done a lot of dating and like after a while you kind of start to feel hopeless for lack of a better word um and so then like kind of seeing like someone find a person that like works well for them again to just be like it's not hope hopeless you just have to like find that one person mm-hmm. yeah so um someone said i assume you two don't drink but maybe want to try you just don't know where to start here's what i'm thinking as far <laughs> as like I don't still see myself as someone who'd, like, go out of my way to, like, order a drink. Because I, quite honestly, like, I, if I'm at a restaurant or something, I'm going to get it. Because, like, if I'm eating food, like, that's just what's going to happen. If I were at a bar, which I, you know how often I go to bars? Not very often. Um, I'd be, like, open to, like, trying something. Like, um, what is it that people always say? Like, the whiskey Coke or rum and Coke. I'd be interested to try that to see if I would like it more than, like, the other alcohols that I've tried. But then I feel like I'd still be, like oh, like, this is good except for the alcohol part, then I'd be like, well, should I just get a Coke then instead? But I'm, like, curious, but not like that. Curious. I, um, 
mostly don't drink. I'm trying to be like, I don't really have like reasons for why I do what I do other than like, I don't like the taste of alcohol. That's why I do what I do. I never have like the taste of alcohol. I purposefully, and I know people who drink don't sometimes like the taste of alcohol, but they drink to get drunk and I'm not going to do that. Like, I just feel like I would like to stay in control of what I'm doing and things like that. I have tried drinks of stuff, but then I don't know. I'm just of the mindset of like, if I literally just don't like the taste of something, I'm not going to finish it. And so therefore I don't drink. And sometimes like I'll try something new if someone asks if I want to try something, but like, I just, you know how like you don't like, I I don't like coffee. You could give me any drink with coffee in it. Sometimes I'll try it. Sometimes I won't. I can always taste the coffee and I'm not going to like the drink. Therefore, you know, it's funny. Alcohol is kind of the same way for me. Megan and I, I will maybe try it, but I'm not going to like it. And so then sometimes if people just ask me if they want to try something else, I'm sometimes I'm like, no, because I'm not going to like it. Over winter break, I think it was winter break or it was Thanksgiving. I don't remember. But Megan and I tried like espresso martinis because we were at our mom and stepdad's house and he made some and he asked if we want to try it. I was like, who thought this would be a good idea? I still tried it, but I was like, I don't like coffee. And I don't like alcohol, so it's so disgusting. I didn't like it. So. And I took the tiniest sip, too, and I was still like, that was too much. Mm-hmm. Is it my turn? No, it's um, your turn. It is my turn to read one. Someone assumes that we are scared to eventually move away from each other. I think no, only because I don't think we'll live far away from each other. And so, True. like, I think we'll still be able to see each other relatively often and like we don't like communicate that much like like we do communicate a lot like when we're in our apartment stuff but like you go in your room I go in my room like we're fine you know yeah sometimes we'll both be out in the living room coexisting there and as yeah, a result we do a lot communicating of coexisting. but like coexisting isn't like codepending yeah I feel like sometimes it'll be interesting when we do eventually live apart because that will probably mean that either one of us will have to be more or both. purposeful will have gotten a boyfriend and we'll probably be living with them like that's why and when we'd move apart I'm guessing just because otherwise I don't know I don't know why we would choose to spend more on rent money just to live separately and alone um so then the other person if they're not also in a relationship having to like either live on their own or get a roommate I think that hopefully like finding a good roommate fit would like make it so it's not an issue but like we live Mm -hmm. together pretty easily so then like there's almost a chance that anything beside this like is going to be worse we'll find out but um again like scared is not the word I would use but I do think like it could be an adjustment I think that's and fair. even like whoever's gonna move in with like their significant other like that's, that's gonna be an adjustment yeah. too so um I see our uh gymnastics coach she follows our podcast uh she said I assume your favorite place to be is Jacob's Gymnastics, Phoenix Stadium, Pier Lake, and home and those are all my favorite places Oh, that is correct. Okay, here's an interesting one that we haven't specifically answered, but they're assuming that we have only been kissed once. And someone was like, first kiss stories, please. So Ew. if you want to. Sure, I don't care. Um, I've only been kissed once, uh, well, like, by one person. Yeah. Same. Um, Because it was when I had my boyfriend, like, three years ago. And sometimes, have you seen those TikToks where it's like, people go around to different people and it's like how many people have you kissed this year and like they'll say or like how long has it been since you last kissed someone mm, anyways no. i've seen tiktoks like that and sometimes like the someone will say one year and that's like the longest one in the video and people be like wow like oh my god that's crazy and i'm just like 
three years has flown by for me just about and like haven't batted an eye anyways uh my first kiss was uh prior to when I was actually this is like Megan and I are like really close for a lot of stuff we're so close except we're not like I like assumed because like you've been dating for a couple months and I was like I mean they had to have kissed at some point and I knew you hadn't had your first kiss before then because like I just knew that (laughs) too well there could have been someone but I think you had mentioned Um, that you didn't kiss him but I was like I'm just assuming at this point yeah so it was technically before we had actually like he hadn't asked me to be his girlfriend yet and so uh it was the first time I went over to his house and we were watching a movie and we kissed then and I have a very similar story (laughs) I was like to be honest my first kiss like after the fact when I got more used to just like kissing it was fine but like I was kind of grossed out just in general and it was not (laughs) what I was expecting I don't Um, know that was my first experience so I so for me it was about two years ago it's like right before the pandemic started uh went on a date with this guy we like went to Dairy Queen and then I was like I was like so stressed just like going the date anyways because like I don't have like I hadn't been on a ton of dates if any I don't know like what I would count as a date or not before that but then I was like okay like I made it through the date like sweet I'm gonna go home like I did it and then he was like um so like what do I do now and I was like I was gonna go home (laughs) and then he like suggested a movie and I was like okay so we went back to his house I cannot explain the mortification his roommates were in the living room (laughs) and I had to go upstairs and so I didn't like that (laughs) but we literally watched the whole movie uh and it was Wreck-It Ralph or something like that (laughs) something like that and then I think like the movie ended we were like just talking and stuff and then he asked if he could kiss me and I was like sure <laughs> and I thought like as far as first kisses go I was like I thought that was fine there you have it it was either Wreck-It Ralph or Ralph Freaks like that. <laughs> I, not totally not entirely Either sure. of the two um okay so I guess your turn okay. next um someone said I assume you have no college debt that is correct partly like for a couple reasons we had great scholarships for undergrad and then they were great we also have a lot of savings also the two combined set us up for success um this next one's interesting um someone said you don't believe in intuitive eating that is false that is the only thing i believe in yeah (laughs) if there's one thing that i believe in it's intuitive eating aka eat when you want when you're hungry what you want try to fuel your body with good foods but also don't deprive yourself of other foods and i think that's the way to live um someone said i assume you're generally happy being single you know it's funny i don't know if you ever like go in these phases first of all to like uh answer this i would say like yeah but sometimes when you're like talking to someone and then like the talking phase ends i don't know about you but i get in a rut i get in a rut of like what was i doing like just on my own like beforehand like when i wasn't like communicating with this person but then like you like after like a couple of days or weeks or like you're just however like, long you're like oh this is i've just lived my life like it happened and i feel otherwise, like otherwise the only other thing you're doing is then waiting around for someone to respond to yeah. a text and you're like this is not a good use of my time and then you're like i wish i wasn't waiting around but i also am and what am i going to do to change that mm-hmm. that's what i realized like i have to like set up like healthy boundaries of like when like, not wanting to play games and wanting to respond regularly because yeah. what's the point of waiting but also like I feel like I have like around. a habit of like usually if I see like a text I'm like I can respond to it like I don't have like extenuating circumstances but I'm also like 
if I respond in like five minutes and like they respond in five minutes and like I respond that's when I minutes, start like and it's like I can't like talk to you like literally yeah. all day so then I have to be like okay I'll respond in like in a while you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then it's like I'm playing these mind games with myself I'm like I'm not playing games am I by like waiting a couple hours but like I don't know I feel like it's fine to like set time aside like if you can get into like a groove of like a back and forth text conversation when you have the time that's fine but like throughout the day I think like if you're more strategic with like I'll wait a while to respond then that helps like create healthy boundaries so you're not just like waiting for them to respond or like you're like responding in two seconds was that the question what were we even talking about um the last oh, one generally, I asked was about are you generally eating so i was like it oh are you one. generally happy being single you can give your two cents now i do think i am generally happy being single just because i know how i operate and best function like it's what i'm used to i was gonna say related to that and you can kind of jump into this too i think like obviously yeah there's pros and cons to like having dated someone in high school like being in a relationship and like learning about yourself that way but i also am glad in some ways that like you and i are like so confident in ourselves yeah like we actually grew into people first not that Haley and maggie are not i'm shouting them out because they are both currently dating people that they started dating in high school and like they're working out well so it's good and fine um but i also like I could not imagine, like, I was a different person in high school. Right. Like, not completely different, but, like, I know I was different in high school. Um, so, like, I just can't imagine. Like, we've been able to, like, grow and change. First of all, like, I couldn't function to actually date someone in high school. And I think that really held me back in high school. It, 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 is, what, it is what it is now. But, like, I just was not ready Don't you look back sometimes school. when you, I like, still wasn't. you think that you were ready to date, but then you're like, oh, no, I wasn't. Yeah. And, like, I could probably, like, I think right now I Some am. Some of that was internalized, but, I think. Like, yeah. I was making myself not ready to date. Mm-hmm. That's a different, different That's, topic. I feel like get my, a lot deeper like about parents, that. Not my parents, my dad, and he sometimes listens, so like maybe he is. But like, he knows. I feel like our dad wasn't ready for us today, and so like I was really internalizing that and like feeling like it was. And like, you're like, should I, I not? I couldn't date. Like I shouldn't. And then I was just like really in a confused spot. So then I was just like, okay, I won't. And then I like didn't. So mm-hmm. that was how <laughs> that was how that went. Yeah, but I think that like being you know i'm 22 now you're 22 we're the same age because we're twins um i think that it puts me in a good spot of like okay i know like who i am and like what my life is kind of looking like and so if i find someone that like fits into that then that's good but i don't feel the need or desire to like change myself to fit someone else which i feel like it's an easier thing to fall into when you start dating yeah someone younger. like especially like if you're in high school and like college decisions like things like that things where people you know are saying like don't make any decisions based on them but also like if you're genuinely in love with the person you're dating in high school like you want to consider them because that's what you do in a relationship but you also are like sometimes relationships don't last in high school so what do you do glad i didn't have to make any decisions based on that so um i'm not sure how many more we want to do this one i don't know this person i'm like i don't know where they got this assumption so i'll just answer it but this person said or assumes that i won't talk to fans and abandon my depop because of harassment i saw that one I didn't know um, that was from either. So I don't fully know where this is coming from. I did have a Depop. I technically think I still have it. Maybe. I don't know if I deleted the account or not. Um, just because I thought, like, maybe it would make more sense for me to try selling clothes because some people had, like, brought it up to me rather than, like, always going to Goodwill because that's usually what I do and it's easier. And honestly, like, that's what I've been doing most recently. Um, but there are a couple things. One, Goodwill be getting some good stuff for me. I will say that. Yeah. I should tell people to go check out the Goodwill in Iowa City when I go drop stuff off because... I don't even think it makes it to the floor. (laughs) 
I'd be going there, and I'm like, they don't have my stuff out. Um, so something that concerned me and just, like, I didn't fully know how to navigate with selling my own clothes was, like, I don't have a P.O. box or anything. So, like, getting a return address and stuff, I was, like, I'm not entirely sure what to do. Luckily, when I did that, Maggie um, had, like, a P.O. box that she used for a mood, and so I was using that as a return address. So that kind of got me over, like, that step. Um, I overall didn't fully like it because I kind of didn't fully know that people were buying my clothes for the right reasons, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I would just see some male names Ooh. buying my clothes, and I it, I couldn't, like, reject or, like, approve a person buying stuff. Like, it would just, like, they would buy it, and it'd be like, they bought it. And so I started getting, I didn't love that <laughs> stuff. So You didn't tell me that. That's funny. So it just made me uncomfortable and I decided to stop doing that. <laughs> okay. I sent the stuff that I had because I was just No like, questions asked. Um, I wanted to sell the stuff that I posted. <laughs> but then I was like, mm, I'm done. Okay. So. That is so funny. <laughs> um, okay. Next But one. I guess you can send messages on Depop. So if I still have one, like, maybe that's why they're like, you're not responding. Because I don't even have the app on my phone right now, honestly. Oh. So, I don't even know if I have stuff listed for sale. Okay. That was so funny. <laughs> um, someone said, I assume you guys spend time together. Or mostly spend time together and not with other people. I feel like this is a two-part answer. But like, I feel like by default, Megan and I spend time together. Because we go to school together. We live together. We like, vibe together. That just, it is the default. So, yes, I do spend more time with Megan than other people. Or, like, with other people. But... We do hang out with, like, um, some friends from PT school and stuff, so. And, you know, family and whoever else. But, like, Megan and I have, like, the same friend group, so it's, like, by default, I do hang out with Megan more than anyone else, because it's, like, where Megan goes, I go. Or where I go, Megan goes. Mm -hmm. And we like it like that. Yeah. Cue everyone that, like, we need, like, a name for people who, like, just hate twins for no reason. Do you know what I mean? Twin haters. Like, they just think that, like, separate them from birth, keep no, them literally. completely separate, like, like the do plot, not them even know each the other. The plot of Parent Trap, that's what they want every twin to be raised like. They're like, they will not know who they are without, like, if they are, if they're always with the other person. I don't know who that kind of person is, but, like, they exist, and they're annoying. Um, I kind of think that we ended up running into some of the same things, so unless there's any right in the middle that you want to answer... Someone said, I assume you don't like when people bring up your social media in real life. Oh my god, I saw that one. I want to talk about it. Okay. We can finish on this one. Um, I have, I don't really care if people like know about my social media, but it can be kind of awkward. Especially like, I feel like people think I have more to say about it than I do. No, yeah. And I like, I don't have anything to say about it. Or like, there was one guy that I was talking to, like, this was the guy that I had my first kiss with, but like, um, two years ago, he's like, oh, like, what's your Instagram? And then I was like... Oof. Like, do I preface this with anything? Because, like, that in a way sounds like you'd be like, don't worry about like my thousands of followers that I have. So I just like sent him my username. And then he was like, okay, I followed it. And then I was like, okay, I followed you. Did he not say? No, and then after that, he was like, he was like, so "So you have a lot of followers. And like, then it's like fine. You like talk about, yeah, like the whole thing. But something that, like, so I ended up asking. The most recent person I was talking to, which was just, like, briefly over Christmas break, um, there was, like, a lull in the conversation where I was, like, I should ask, like, a question. And the only thing I could think of was, like, what do you do in your free time? And I knew that the question was going to come back on me. And, like, you hate that question. I didn't have to include stuff. But, like, if I don't include something 
like YouTube related or like I said I ended up saying vlogging but I'm like otherwise I seem like I literally do nothing with my time mm-hmm. so I kind of wanted to include it yeah, just to like interesting make it seem like I do something of interest and I have hobbies and passions and whatever and like maybe it segues into like what would inevitably come up anyways and like he kind of asked like a little bit about it he's like do you actually like post the vlogs and I was like <laughs> well obviously yeah, me and, me <laughs> no and I just do them for fun vlogs I was like mostly like talking about well, I didn't really say, like, that much. I just said, like, me and my sister post vlogs, like, yeah. And then he didn't really ask any more questions, which is fine. <laughs> um, That just made me think of, I'm honestly so scared that, like, I'm going to start talking to someone and then, like, they'll find my social media and, like, perceive me before I can, like, perceive them. <laughs> I don't like the idea of being perceived outside of my control. Like, I want, like, the first time they perceive me to be, like, a first date or something. I don't like the idea of them, like, watching my vlogs or something beforehand. That, like, weirds me out. But I'm, like, also, if I was in their shoes, I would definitely, like, if I saw guys, yeah. like, posting YouTube videos, I'd be, like, I'm going to watch it. But I'm, like, what if they get, like, the ick or something? No, yeah. I'm, like, no, I don't know. I'm, like, I, I feel don't, like I do present myself pretty much how no, I am. No, I've literally thought about this. So, like, I'm, like, I guess if they were going to get the ick then, like, they're going to get it eventually. But I know, but, like, I don't know. I've thought about that, and I'm just, like, I, like you said, I think that in vlogs and stuff like that's who I am so it's like logically it should be fine like if they don't like me they're not gonna like me anyways I know but I just first person I dated he would watch our vlogmas videos so oh, supportive supportive didn't get the ick apparently <laughs> that's good so no but that's some hope. being perceived I want to make myself perceivable in the way that I best see fit to start like I don't care if they watch stuff after the fact I also just, like, in general, this applies not just to relationships, but, like, I don't like when people watch things that I post, like, in front of me or near me because Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone likes that. No one likes to be perceived in front of other people. And that's what's happening. I thought this was a fun episode. I I really enjoyed it. I had a great time. We really, I think, talked about some stuff we haven't fully fleshed out before. So, we even talked about stuff we haven't talked about. So, you guys... Yeah, there's just some things like that. Close, but not close enough. <laughs> some things I just keep buried deep down, just for me, right? Like no one. Other knows. girlfriends, like people, just like people. No, other girlfriends really? talk about this people stuff are a lot closer time. than you and I. Yeah, like if that's good or bad, like, I don't we're know. close, but like there are some things, just like personality-wise, for us, where like it's for just me or and just me you. Only. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was fun. Hopefully this episode gets a lot of views or listens, because otherwise, what's the point of this? <laughs> um, again, like Megan said, you can follow us on According To. Um, it's all spelled out. There's no number or anything. We'll hopefully have our Instagram looking at snazzy and fresh very soon. Also, a reminder that Annalisa is sponsoring today's episode, and if you click the link in the episode description, you can get 40% off of your purchase, or you can visit um, shop.analisa.com slash according. That is shop.analuisa.com slash according. We hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we will talk to you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.